to Space News. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. Uh, this is the first time we've had the whole crew orbiting uh, in USS. Yeah, um, yeah, something. Big theory. Big theory. USS Big Theory. Probe. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, welcome to Space News. We got tons of uh, some cool space news coming today. What do we have first on the docket here? We have the first asteroid ever discovered to have three moons. Three Count moons. Them. One, two, three, baby. Yeah. Uh, it beats the <clears throat> amazing record of two. Whew. That was before. Uh, and now it's the first ever uh, object to have three that we know of so far. Object to have three? That, to how well, many have three? I Just objects? I like the first ever object to ever have three anything? Well, first asteroid. No, asteroid. Oh, okay. okay, yeah. okay. First asteroid okay. to have, uh, I guess it's pretty rare to have asteroids have their own, like a big enough asteroid have their own moons, I guess. Yeah, that's gotta be a fucking huge asteroid. So it's only it's it measures about 260 kilometers, so about 160 oh, miles. So it is a pretty big, big <laughs> chunky, uh, oh, chunky piece of rock. It's thick. It's yeah. a chunky boy. It's uh, named 130 Electra. Electra. So, Electra. Hell yeah. Like, named yeah. after Electra so, Nachios. I like that. <laughs> uh, probably Whoa. more the, uh, no. the Greek tragedy character. But. I don't think so. Why? You want to know why? Because Electra carries fucking size. Size have three points. It's got three moons. Fuck you. Boom. That's it. So someone's a, someone's a fan, whoever named that asteroid? It's got to be. Got to be. Well, maybe, <laughs> except it was named Electra before they found the third one, too. It's not like they changed the name. Oh, they did. Well, stick I with our story. Stick with Andrew's <laughs> Don't story. Don't take this from me. <laughs> I have so no it is, con- it evidence is to the contrary. exceedingly rare because over, like, of the 1,100,000 asteroids that we've discovered over the last 150 years, only... 150 are known to actually have at least one moon. Not to say two or three. Only 150 <laughs> so far. Have at least one moon. Okay. I Listen, I think we need to up our standard of what we're calling moons. Yeah, I mean, like, is it, are these three of these things even made of fucking cheese? Like, come on. Right? You know what I mean? Like, is this, like, if this thing's only 253 kilometers... Well, that's, that's a that's a that's, that big. a that's a that's a big asteroid though. That's a planet killer. Easy. Yeah, yeah. Toast sure, planet, planet killer. I guess. <laughs> but the, like, I guess I guess so. The the three mo- like three moons like how big are they? What's well, they're not that big. They're about one point six kilometers across. It seems like that's the the newest that's one. The smallest. Yeah, that's the newest one. That's the smallest one. I think there's it has like yeah it has the other two, but I think that's the smallest one. Still one point six. So that that one point six kilometer. That's I mean that's that's still a big asteroid. Is that an Earth killer? No, I don't think a full killer, but it'd be like a devastating a city. It's devastating a big chunk, probably a country. Let's say one point. I guess it depends how fast it's going. It's true. Uh, up next, we've got. Uh, oh, this is SpaceX wrongly ac- ac- accused of having something crashing into the moon. We talked about this, I think, on the last Space News or maybe two Space News ago. I think we did. There was going to crash in and it's from like 2015 or something and there's going to crash early March. Turns out... Yeah. It is China. not SpaceX. Well, they're pretty sure it's not the SpaceX one. I think they uh, they might have misidentified it 
uh, as a SpaceX, but now they're pretty sure that it's a Chinese Long March 3C rocket stage that is actually out there. China's just so, letting their shit crash everywhere they want. In space. Oh, dude, all it's over. Like, nah, it's gonna <laughs> fucking go. not a problem. Yeah, wherever they want. Well, I mean, it's pretty. It's it's kind of normal to let rocket stages just kind of go wherever because they usually just burn up in the atmosphere or wherever. It's the that's kind of the the standard protocol. It, to me, it was weird that they like lot like it's weird that you wouldn't know what it was like it, it, that it even got misidentified as a SpaceX rocket was weird to me because I'm like, do they just? Are you telling me that once these things go into space, whoever owned them just goes eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, no, at first, yeah. at first they thought it was an asteroid because the, this object, like its designation is WE0913A. So it didn't really, they didn't really know what it was at first. And they spotted it back in 2015, like Zell said, and they originally thought it to be an asteroid. And then they identified it. Um, it, it there was a little piece, like an observation that they saw that the, the, that specific object had actually passed uh, like, between us and the moon, like two days after uh, one of the, another mission was was launched, the Discover mission with the Falcon Nine. I guess that was yeah, the one with that, that super rocket. That's the one where it's like it's got the acronym, but we don't really know what VR is. Right, <laughs> Discover. <laughs> um, so, so when they you know when they compared it up, when they kind of hit the news that it was the SpaceX rocket, like another uh, John Giorgini of NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory uh, kind of keeps, I guess he keeps tabs on some of the active spacecraft, noted that the Discover's orbit doesn't take it close to the moon. So this kind of raised the question as to whether, how could that rocket have passed the moon two days after the launch? Oh, yeah, it makes just sense. The, just the distance wouldn't make sense. It's too too far for just the two days. Right, yeah. And so then they took the, they went back to the, I guess they went drawing back to the board. drawing boards, did a bunch of, a lot of, complicated math that they're good at and then they found out that like the the best chance like oh they went back to, like in the launch records and the the calculations kind of pointed out to this china this chinese long march long march 3c rocket at at would have been in the right place at the right time approximately so they're again it's like this is like they're pretty sure it's this object but they're not a hundred percent sure it's like 98 percent or something that's pretty mm -hmm. good we'll take 98 it's a pass. It's an A. Come on. And yeah, it, again, I, it seems weird that like to me, I'm like, you think that these companies launching these things, you know, sh I, you thought they would, I, to be honest, thought they'd have some sort of tracking or something to be like, yeah, we know exactly where our debris is. Like a transponder or something. Yeah. Something of like, yeah, we know where it is just so we can keep tabs on it since it's our responsibility of where this thing ends up. Is it there was like, like what's no. gonna happen? You can't what are you gonna do? The space police gonna come after you? No, I guess <laughs> Space so. Force. Do. Space yeah. Force. Uh internet no, I guess space space laws don't apply. Yeah. Um next up we have oh this one was cool. The first ever photograph from the James Webb telescope. Uh, there you yeah. have it right on the screen above us there. Uh, 18 little specks. That's cool. What? This is, ex well, am I missing something? Well, it's because the, the James Webb telescope has 18 mirrors and this is taking a picture through each mirror in order to calibrate them all into one focal length. Okay, so why is this make space? This is fucking space news here. What, what's happening? There's just a couple fucking dots. 
Where have you been? Well, space. Where have you been? The James Webb telescope is like the most, it's I the, know, one of the I greatest feats we've ever done. I'm ready to see fucking selfies with aliens here. What are we talking about? A couple dots. Well, it's They're coming. coming. It's coming. They're coming. This is like, oh, this fuck. is monumental though. This is the first thing we're ever seeing from the James Webb. I mean, I'll, I'll give it to Andrew. It's it's not quite, it's it not, doesn't, it's, if, yeah, if you it's just quite show that to Andrew, unremarkable yeah. just to the, the layman. With no context, you'd be like, that sucks. <laughs> It's nothing, nothing in this pictures. Dots. Yeah, give me a piece of black paper and poke some holes in it. No problem. Same same. I can do the same thing. Well, they also they also did something that they didn't think they could do before because they actually took a selfie of the James Webb, like the the mirror array. They actually used it. They used the uh, the the near cam, the near infrared cam, apparently, and they were able to utilize it to take a picture. I think if you scroll down a little bit farther in that article, there yeah, it shows a, it. There's a they, they took a picture of the actual thing right there, and they were surprised that they could actually do it because they didn't they, originally when they made the announcement like they weren't anticipating being able to actually take a picture of the the thing itself. But they said that they were able to do it, and uh, so that's the cool furthest selfie from Earth of all time right now. Pretty much. Well, there's the Mars one. Oh yes, <laughs> like there's okay. the. The space, there are the the rovers. The rovers, yeah, I forgot about the rovers. <laughs> Sad robot noses. But it's cool. We look forward <laughs> to seeing, you know, in, in the next coming months, uh, you know, by the end of there might 2022 be like for sure. 12 dots next time. You never know. We're going to be seeing tons. <laughs> uh, amazing stuff out of there. So it's going to be uh, mind-bottling. I'm excited. Uh, what else do we have here? We had... They're tearing me apart, Lisa. Three galaxies <laughs> tearing each other apart in a stunning new Hubble telescope image. So that's what the Hubble's doing. And you got to think that if the James Webb was there, we'd be looking like just a way better photo. Well, all, this way is different. stunning. It's different because the yeah. James Webb is shooting in near infrared. Yeah, I guess so. But still, they're going to be able to yeah. turn that into some pretty cool shit. Yeah, I was like, everybody forgets, like, the Hubble's still up there. It's still doing things. Yeah. <laughs> it's still up there taking pictures. And uh, we're sick of the Hubble, um, Dan. On yeah, to the next. Hubble's it's old, old news, news. bud. <laughs> uh, another, another cool piece of information about those, those galaxies, like, they were actually, like, that picture, that image was actually identified by uh, a civilian effort that they went. It's one of those uh, kind of things. What is they called? They called it the, the Zoo Galaxy Project or something like that, where essentially, like, NASA outsources a lot of the identification of some of these galaxy clusters and stuff like of all the hundreds of thousands of images that the the Hubble collects they put it up for people to kind of you can log in like you can go to the website and you can go through all these images and kind of they just give you a little like you click here to be like what does this galaxy look like and da, 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 da. and they take all the data and you know stuff that would take a couple scientists years takes you know a couple weeks for 175 you know, volunteers that just go in and look at these cool pictures that the Hubble's taking of galaxies or whatever. I think those galaxy clusters designated IC2431. It's about 681 million light years from Earth. And so you have all of the, you have these three galaxies like colliding into each other. It looks um, amazing. Like right. when you look at it, like it, it's really cool. And it's, um, they're saying that it, like you see these three galaxies coming together and you think like, oh shit, like, you know, they're all going to crash into each other and, you know, they're going to tear each other apart. But actually, they're going to come together and merge is what the uh, predictions are. And 
if you were in those galaxies, if your planet or your star was in that galaxy, they said you probably wouldn't even notice. There's like, so much space between that. Right. There's so much space there that your star, your your star's kind of orbit might change, but otherwise you wouldn't really notice. I mean, there um, is a chance of you getting hit by some other cosmic debris coming through, but like very small so chance because you won't it's even so know like, that you're part of the a space mega is, galaxy? the spaces between stars are so yeah, they're I guess so, so huge. So you wouldn't even be there. So um, if you compare it with our galaxy, I guess the Milky Way is thought to have done the same thing, been through the same process. Like we've probably, it's probably eaten, it's a it's a chunky galaxy. It's probably eaten more than like a dozen galaxies over the past 12 billion years of its existence. Well, and, and we're going to do that to Andromeda in the next gonna collide. 2 billion years or something. Right. So, but then they're saying like at that point, like it'll probably completely change our night sky. Like you'll see different, you would be able to see, you know, when we're around. There's way more stars. Yeah. yeah. Way different. Like, I remember when the Orion constellation was over there. Back in my day. When we're part of the collective consciousness. Yeah. I'll still be there. Yeah. Don't we worry. <laughs> That's cool though. And that, yeah, I mean, and at the center of those three colliding galaxies you'll probably see like they say like new stars be formed with all like mm -hmm. the, all the loose gas and stuff will all kind of crush down start spitting out new stars only, if only we could experience the time scale of the universe <laughs> the brilliant cosmic dance continues yeah it would be cool to be able to uh, step back from it and watch it all play out but it's not cool. the cards in this lifetime unfortunately no, unfortunately not uh, what else do we have? A solar storm knocked out 40 SpaceX satellites, satellites out of the skies. Satellites. Um, after the company ignored scientists' warnings. Um, Whoops. I'm sure astronomers were happy about this because the they growing hate. complaints about these yeah. fucking things. Um, people hate them. Well, the thing is funny. When I pictured this in my head, I pictured like, you know, your giant, you know, coronal ejection coming out and like smashing into these these satellites and you know electricity sparking and all this stuff like i thought that's what happened but actually apparently what happens is that when you have these types of events what happens is when they hit the atmosphere of earth the atmosphere of earth actually expands and so when it expands these these satellites that were parked in their normal type of orbit where they normally do is like they, when they launch these satellites, they put them in like a parking orbit to kind of get them in alignment yeah. to figure out where they're going to put them. And then that parking orbit where they put them apparently was within the expand, like that expanse zone of where the atmosphere was going to hit it. So they actually got pulled down by air resistance. They got pulled down by atmospheric res resistance and they ended up just like dragging <laughs> into the atmosphere. And so now they're fucked. And only, was it nine out of 40, 49 are still there? <laughs> yeah, they parked them there at 209 kilometers and that's where they like check all their systems before they put them in their normal orbit. So yeah, they warned them, don't you... You know what? They warned them that the storm was coming. They ignored it. So what they did is they ended up, they tried to just turn the satellites, like, you know, like a piece of paper to try and yeah. minimize the resistance. <laughs> try to turn them into the storm to kind of like... Yeah. Try to cut through the solar storm. And yeah, knocked all but well, it nine. it worked for nine of them, right? It worked for nine. So, I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. I mean, if you would have waited a week, they would have been fine, but... I want, it's you know what though it's one of those things like now they know they tested they're like no we can't uh, what's the financial loss I'd be like that? we, we did know, know that's a good that. question it's like we did know scientists we told you like this is probably gonna do happen do you think they're a write off like is there insurance for space storms 
That's a good question. I mean, how they they're fairly small satellites and they launch a bunch at a time, like fifty at a time. But still, the cost of just to launch the rocket and shit. I mean, it's not a cheap endeavor. <laughs> Throw those no. up there. So you know what though, Elon someone fucked up. They fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he fucked can write up. it off. He, oh, yeah, I'm sure he can cover it out of his pocket change. Yeah, and that was a and that was a lower magnitude solar storm. They rate them on a scale of five, and that they claim that was a two. So like you know, mm. a low moderate kind of storm. So next time, if it's a three or a four, um, they're all yeah. Th- that's pretty much all we have uh, for spaces this week. We have uh, some co- some news coming from the conspiracy corner. The, the honking <laughs> the honking is still happening, still going ba- on, barely. Uh, Barely, the police have now come in and are breaking up the protesters, and they're breaking the getting, pro- up the protesters, and also breaking the protesters. It there's tons of videos coming out. I mean, you know, I said I think I called it like last week. I said, you know, there's the videos of when the police RCMP are now because Canada enacted the Emergencies Act, which gave the RCMP powers and jurisdiction. And I said, as soon as they roll in, man. It's game over for these people. They don't fuck around. And, and you know, you're getting a lot of videos. You know, they the optics aren't good. They're not good. Especially when you got leaked group chats of fucking one cop saying, wait till the protesters hear our jack boots hit the ground. Yeah. <laughs> like that's Dude, not all good. This is, it's just not. I understand there was a problem with these people digging in and it was upsetting. And, but know what happened throughout this protest? It went. These anti-mandate protesters, right? That's what they called them this whole time. And then as soon as that act wasn't like put into place, the emergency act, it was now anti-government protesters. It switched on a dime. It was crazy. Overnight, it went from anti-mandate- well, Anti-government mandate protesters. But no, but the, the wording of the titles and the headline stuff were this anti-government protesters. That's where it switched. It was weird. As soon, yeah. as, as, soon as the act went in, it was anti-government protesters- now you have fucking riot horses. <laughs> well, it's it, the, the thing that like I was watching a few videos and don't get me wrong, like, I'm not justifying any acts of violence on either side, but like a lot of these fucking protesters were like getting in the way of the horses on purpose and they're not going to fucking stop. Dude, horses, they're not going to stop. No, just, well, not only like they're trained, they're trained for this shit. They're going to walk right over top of you like they fucking did. And yeah. like, I'm watching this video and they are, they're trying to get in the way of these horses to stop them. And I'm like, you are going to lose this battle 10 times. This horse is 1500 like, pounds. Everyone knows cavalry destroys foot troops. Everyone. Have you never played any <laughs> age, kind of age of empires? Okay. <laughs> yeah, right? Like it's, I don't know. It's, it's wild. You know, it's wild shit. It's wild that this is how this is happening on our home turf with like Canadians versus Canadians. Like it's just, it's so hard to watch. It, 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 is. it is hard to watch. It's a little embarrassing on all sides for me. Oh, yeah, watching. Um, my thing is needs to go home. And yeah. It, it's, it's, mandates it's a t- need to lessen. Yeah. The mandates. I, I said, as soon as they put us in that, in that last lockdown, I went, Ooh, we lost. A, you could just feel the, the, in the air, people going, huh? What <laughs> doesn't make any sense. And then, when this started, I'm like the truck convoy and stuff. You know, I hate to say blockade, it, the blockade, the the convoy that started this. I have no really. I can't. I have a hard time feeling for them because they were exempt this whole time, so they could work. And now that they've been like, hey, 
the state's board has been like, you know what? Now that things are a little better, we want you guys to get vaccinated as well or do rapid tests at the boarding. So they're like, what? They didn't this say or rapid test now. though. There was no or rapid test, I don't believe. I think you, well, it's vaccinations. Uh, well, I thought it was and rapid test, but they wanted so. them to be vaccinated, which most are, some aren't. And now they're upset about that. But I'm like, you know what? These truckers, no offense, truckers, what you're doing, I get it. I hate the mandates too. But you weren't you where were you when the small businesses were getting shut down a year ago and couldn't do anything? You know you what's, uh, didn't you know what's give not a good look either though in this situation? So they said uh you no, know, you had to be vaccinated, and then they just made an exemption. If you're a trucker carrying medical goods or vaccines, you are exempt. So there is a few exemptions. It's a couple. Yeah. If you're a trucker and you're not vaccinated and you're carrying medical supplies, you can still get across. Um, so this is kind of weird. You know, the other bad look was that they're, they're like MOU said that they wanted to base, like I'm paraphrasing here, but they wanted the government to disband and they wanted to put in a, a committee installed by the convoy to oversee the government. I'm like, that's a... They wanted the governor general <laughs> to appoint them as like a citizen's committee of government or something unelected. Yeah. Unelected. <laughs> I was like, that's not a good look. I mean, and then as soon as people started to find out, they're like, well, we don't want that anymore. We change our minds. <laughs> we change our minds. Express we don't want that. Like I, I understand like the daily show probably handpicked the worst possible people to put on TV. Oh, for sure. When they went into, but like, Oh my God, these like, it's, it was such an awful look. For Canada, like I would, I don't think I've ever been so fucking embarrassed in my life. It's a little embarrassing. The one thing though, I mean, this is still being debated heavily in uh, our House of Commons and it's be voted on tomorrow. But if this is allowed to go through, the precedent has been set that if you deem a protest anti-government or a threat, this and that, this it's been set that you could just do it again. Listen, listen, I have the, the, the other problem I have with this protest and the bad images coming out. And I said this a week ago to you guys, I don't care. I don't care. The people that are now up in arms going, the RCMP can do this. This is ridiculous. Gustavo said this. I'm going, no, no, shut your mouth. They've been doing this at Fairy Creek for over a year, chainsawing people out of out trees, of trees. <laughs> and no one gives a shit. No one gives a shit, dude. The, the truckers were blowing past them. To get their logs, no one cared when the RCMP were, you know, beating up indigenous people. No one cared. And I'm like, now that it's in your face, in our capital, on the mainstream news, people are like, well, this seems to be a little heavy handed. I'm like, no shit. Everyone's been saying that who's been paying attention to the RCMP who gets hammered by these protests in Fairy Creek and stuff like that. Some of the pipeline protests going on have this is not new. That's why I said, I said, men, when the RCMP come and start chainsawing these people out of their trucks and start trampling them. You did. like, didn't, the, didn't the Ottawa police kind of put out a statement that said like, we, we told you guys to go. Like we, we asked you nicely for the last couple of weeks. Like we were like, we were like treated you with kid gloves. Like we said, come on, like you guys can go home. And then the RCMP thing, because they, the, the Ottawa police like couldn't do anything. Or they weren't doing anything. They, there was some, they, they were just I, weren't there some ill-equipped kind of like, and underfunded to yeah. kind of handle that kind of influx of issues. So it's like it's kind of like how else do you respond to this? Like we like we need these people to go home, and I, I don't know. I, I mean, there are other options. I'm just saying well, it's, it's same, just like that it, seemed the fastest. I agree, way but I'm saying this is to say that this is now like to invoke a national like wartime act, pretty much like you know. 
But do you have another? Do you have another? Like, well, there's provincial there ones. There's provincial ones that. There's provincial that. ones that could have done almost the same thing. Uh, okay. Again, I don't think the, invoking the national one was unfortunate, but it. I think it was like the reasoning that I've read is it's a jurisdictional thing for law enforcement. Like it was a jurisdictional nightmare because of p- provincial, municipal, and federal all operating at the same place. Well, yeah, because they've got OP- they have, yeah, because right, they got city OPP and RCMP. There, yeah, right? so then it's a like logistical nightmare. This is just like RCMP in charge. It doesn't matter your jurisdiction. Federal is in charge. We take it over now. Um, if it, if it stays in any longer, you know, maybe we have some issues, but we'll we'll have to cross that bridge when we when we get to it. But the only thing that the two things I hate is that one, I'm like, we all knew the last round of mandates. Everyone was like, it was almost this over. Does it? It doesn't, it doesn't add up that these mandates. And now we've been put in a position where these people are like, end them now. And our government's been like, well, we're not going to pander to you. But we're going to end them anyway. But then the problem is, is like, even as they start to end them, the protest is like, we did it. This was us. No, this was natural court. This was the natural course of action. Like this. When the numbers dropped from the 40,000 and then the next were like 6,000, they're like, oh, convenient. I'm like, yeah, that's how time works. That's how these COVID waves work. We like, have you not been paying attention for two years? This is how it works. We get big spikes and then it drops off. Uh, so it, no, it's JFK Jr. is going to come back alive <laughs> and fucking fight for liberty and save everybody. All the, of Nor- make North America great again. JFK Jr. is going to be a, a induct or a appointed a citizen of Canada and then run for office in Canada yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's and what's going to happen. Too. The the other thing is, it's like these mandates are almost over. Um, what I hope to see is, I hope to we don't see the governments hesitating to remove mandates because. They're worried about the protesters thinking like they've given power to them. Fucking end them. If it's time to end them, end them. But the, the hesitation isn't going to be due to the fucking protesters. The hesitation is going to be due to the fact that we still don't know what variant's coming next. That's a fucking fact. Hey, that we, we're, we're saying this right now, but it's over. The, I'm going back to play shows. They just uh, they removed everything except for the masks and the vaccine passport. Yeah. But that's good. That's next on the that's next on the list. We'll see though. Like I just we don't know what variant comes next. Oh, and that's something that we need. I, I don't. To be I'm going to make a. Per, I'm going to make a personal bet to myself that there will be no further full scale shutdown of private business due to I COVID. Hope not. God, I hope not. There's they not can't. a chance. They can't. Now that I, I don't think you can. I think. I think if they thought it was bad on this last round, if they do this again in the fall, it's going to be. It's going to be real bad. But well, well, it's going to be time. even louder honking. <laughs> yeah, extra honking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, you're not going to get any of the shit you ordered from IKEA, buddy. <laughs> None of it. The other interesting uh, thing in the conspiracy news was that uh, uh, Jean-Luc Brunel, who was uh, Epstein associate, mm. uh, was found Piece dead in his cell, strangled uh, in Paris. Was he strangled? No, he's uh, hanging. He was hanging. He, he was hanging. Yeah, seventy-six year old. <laughs> he's what been held his, for uh, over a year. What did his cellmate uh, look like? Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> that, it was that same Jack cop, just juicy ex cop. Yeah, uh, no, he was seven six. He had been held for over a year. Seventy six. Yeah, on suspicion of like, you know, horrible he was, things. He, he was horrible a close contact of Epstein. traffickers. Yeah, he was a fucking pedo. He um, got exactly what he deserved. Probably, actually, probably got off easy. He was pretty much being held. For an inquiry into sex traffic and sexual assault against uh, victims of like French citizens, 
as well. That's yeah, why they were he holding had some, They had some stuff on him, like specifically, like not, in, I mean, he was an associate of Epstein, but at this point, like who wasn't? He was a frequent, yeah, and, not even associate, a frequent companion. Like he was right. always with him. And so like, but he had, the, he, they linked him to other stuff. Like, I think he was like a French, like he had like a French modeling service or something yeah, that he yeah, was yeah. Yeah, sourcing his, so, yeah, his ladies through. Shit. Yeah. He had, yeah, so. he had girls come out publicly and call him out and they were hoping to get him in court. And now he's, so it's under it's under investigation. This whole thing. So we'll see what info comes out. It's yeah, interesting. they deserved they deserved to have their moment with him sitting in fucking court. But whatever. At least at least he's out of the picture. Yeah, um, you know it's an unfitting. It's well, it's fitting end. But we would have liked to see some justice handed down to him. I don't care if he was seventy six, but um, I know we didn't discuss. Less. I know we didn't discuss it beforehand, but I just want to—I just want to know if maybe if Dan knows something about it. It seems a little convenient to me that as COVID winds down, the escalation in Ukraine seems to come back again. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> as soon as COVID winding down, they're like, "And we're going to war." Putin's invading yeah, Ukraine you, you, again. The Russians came out. And they're like, "You know what? We want Crimea back." <laughs> well, I mean, it's a—it's a lot. It's a complicated situation. I think there's a lot of nuance to it. So there's a lot of, like, first of all, like Ukraine, as Ukraine, there is a strategic, like, it's always been kind of a buffer between kind of like a gateway the Soviet between, Union yeah. and and NATO, and so and like the Western powers. It's always been like that. Um, when you know, to to lend a little bit of context about why the U.S. is involved, people are like, why are we even over there? Um, you have to. <laughs> the pierogies and Delicious. also the fact that the, when the originally when UK, U, Ukraine declared, you know, was split off from the Soviet Union, became its own country. Ukraine held about one third of the nuclear arsenal of the of the former USSR. They had nukes like on their soil. And we asked them, give up your nukes and we will protect you. We will keep you. We, we signed a treaty. I forgot what the name of the treaty is off at the top of my head. It's something... Uh, Belgian, awesome. uh, something. Um, there's an actual official treaty. You can look it up. Ukraine, U.S. nuclear treaty, whatever. Um, so we're and, we're bound. Like we're North America. Yeah, we 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 the are Budapest Memorandum on Security Assurances. Right. We have an we have an obligation because they gave up their nukes. They could have kept them. They could have kept them. There's nothing we really could do about it. But they gave them up for the sake of being, you know, a, a good whatever, good companion or whatever they good want ally, to have, yeah. uh, foster diplomatic relations. Like we don't want nukes or whatever, but they give up their nukes and we agree to protect them and protect their country's sovereignty from that of, you know, if it were to come down to Russia trying to take them back. So we're over there because of that. Um, we're backing them up. We're lending them support. I don't think they're actually like U.S. troops. I, at this point, I don't think are going to be directly, they're not directly stationed anywhere like we've been kind of pulling them back or whatever but you kind of have this thing where now putin's been pushing in this because ukraine was getting ukraine always this happened like a couple years ago it, was it like happened the same 2014 because i remember because i was on uh a tour to komodo island and there was a dude from the ukraine and he was telling me all about how crazy it was over there yeah, and it's every couple every couple of years, like Ukraine gets a little bit closer to joining NATO or something like that, like leaning a little bit closer to or buddying up with some of the Western powers. And Putin feels like he's got a, or you know, that seems to be the interpretation for most of the uh, diplomatic uh, 
specialists and whatever you hear on the news and things like that talking about like, you know, Putin has to flex his muscles and be like, hey, don't do it. But here we are at this point. This one's a little bit different because it's like, finally, we're like, no. Right. So it's funny because this whole situation, like reading about it, it's like, we keep calling out his stuff. Like you've seen how uh, the uh, United States, like the White House administration and them are like calling out Putin's moves before he can do them. He'd be like, yep, he's going to stage a false flag. Yep, he's going to do, yeah, we have the you know locations of the troops. They're here, they're here, they're here. Blah, blah, blah. We're calling out all this stuff. We're, we're calling all his moves. But the thing is, is like, we're giving him an out. You're giving Putin an out to be like, look, you could totally pull back your troops and be like, no, 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 you guys are wrong. Like, and he did that. He pulled back the troops. So he just like a couple days ago, they said, oh, the troops are pulling back just so he could say like, oh, you guys are wrong. And, but then he put them back, right? <laughs> Putin doesn't want to look weak. Like that is, I think that is his biggest thing is like, he's never, he doesn't like to lose. It's peacocking. I, well, he why else would you he, ride a fucking no bear with your shirt now. off? <laughs> well, he's, yeah, he's got, he's got no way out at this point to, besides looking weak. And once he looks weak, all his little ol- oligarch buddies, like, or whatever, I don't think they want him to go to war either because once they go, he goes to war, then the sanctions come out. Like right. they're going to hit him with a ton more sanctions than we already have. And that's going to be a big hit to a lot of his rich Russian buddies. So I don't know. At this point, you're just—they're just—we're just staring. We're just staring at each other, just moving and, and chess like, pieces around, and nothing's really happening. Yeah, it's, and you can't—you can't really do anything because Putin. Putin doesn't want to back down, but if he does, like he doesn't want to look weak. That's his big thing. And I was the, watching this documentary way out <laughs> on uh, some current events, and I was just half listening. I was just doing some work, and they were. Uh, the, but the presenter was very concerned with the amount of uh, similarities in current events right now and, and escalations as there was just before World War II. He's like, there's a lot of similarities, you know, like having uh, uh, Olympics in another country that's currently having a genocide, like, you know, these hostilities gearing up and he, he was going through them all and he's like, He's like, let's hope we can cooler heads prevail on this one. But there's a lot of similarities right now between now and right before uh, World War II kicked off. I, was ne- I think, not yeah, be I think there's a war. lot of difference in the fact that, you know, we have nukes now and also the fact mm-hmm. that I think Putin knows that if he does go to war, like it's not going to be pretty. Like the optics are going to be bad because you're invading a country that you really, there's the optics look like you have no, the, the stuff that you're trying to justify it. Like you said, what was it? They said the separatists or there's like terrorist attack. Like we're, we're trying to, uh, you know, we found these mass graves and then people are calling it out and be like, those are the mass graves from the last war that you put there. <laughs> like those are from like those are from 20 like, years well, ago. Well, maybe we don't know though. So yeah. So uh, you know, pumping out all the propaganda and all these things. And um it's it's if you go to war with Ukraine, you're literally gonna be shooting kids and grandmas. Yeah. Because that's who you see out on the streets. Like those, those people are ready to fight. And that's who you're going to, and if you put that in the optics of like, you got GRU thugs rolling in there in their tanks and stuff. And you got babushkas on the babushkas with AK 47s on the other side, probably AK 74s, but like, you know, it's just not. And then the NATO will have to respond and it's going to be nasty. You're going to have F 22s coming down out, out of nowhere. And the Russian knows it's, it's going to hurt. Like, yeah, there's not, well, I think we're we'll, long we'll past the keep, full global warfare age of humanity. Yeah, we'll have to, I hope we'll it'll be fast. Whatever it is, it'll probably be fast. That's all. It's like <laughs> whatever it's going to happen if the it last, does come down to that. The last Scary. thing I have for conspiracy corner is that reptilian overlords do in fact get COVID. 
uh, as the <laughs> queen has tested positive uh, for COVID-19. Just want to yes. let that know. Well, end. we've known uh, this the whole time. It's zootro- It's zoonotic, right? It's bouncing yeah. between different species of animals and shit like that. Yeah, like, she's bound to get it. Not surprising. Everyone's Let's bound get to get into it. a little bit of Fear Right News. Uh, this is uh, some information for you theorites. As you know, we're coming to Austin, Texas. Yeah, we March bottom dollar, brother. Well, really second to six, really, is the dates we'll, we'll be there. Uh, we've got the the meet and greet uh, haunted bar crawl at starting at the Driscoll Bar. What is that, the March 4th? March, March 4th, 6.30, Driscoll Bar. If you're around there and you have a, bring your EMF meter or make one. Make sure you calibrate it, though. Yeah, we're we're going to start the Driscoll don't Bar. Do, don't make Dan upset. Calibrate those Make sure you calibrate those EMFs. Calibrate those EMFs. I will start the Driscoll uh, Bar, and then on the fifth, bring your best Zach Baggins glasses <laughs> and baggy pants, and and Tim Skellion, Skull Lion, <laughs> Skull Lion uh, yeah. wardrobe, and then March fifth at Central District Brewing at five p.m. is the Theorite meet and greet. Come hang out with us, your fellow theorites. We'll hang out there for a few hours, and then after that, we'll see. Uh, we'll see everyone's state of mind and where we want to go. <laughs> we'll be going yeah. to bed because we're old. Yeah, and we're that. Yeah. Also, could have <laughs> we'll, we'll see how hungover we get the day before. <laughs> um, next up, theorite news: We are probably six weeks out from the third annual running challenge, uh, starting April first, first to thirtieth. Uh, we're figuring out the logistics right now, just so you know, it is happening. Uh, we might be switching apps. Um, we have a couple emails off to a couple charities we're hoping to work with this year, uh, to raise some money for a charity. Uh, we'll let you guys know as soon as we kind of line up, uh, what charity and and who we're going to support this year. And we're thinking about doing a rotating thing where we pick a new charity, uh, from here on out, but, uh, we'll let you all know. Uh, there's going to be various ways to support. You can participate in the running challenge. We're going to hopefully line up a couple businesses that will donate a dollar amount to kilometers ran. Um, we're, that's all still in the works. Um, so, and then we'll obviously have some sort of donation page to the chair for direct link to the charity uh, that we're going to be working with. But um, you know, it's all in the works, but stand to stay tuned. And if you're going to participate this year, you know, Start maybe thinking about getting a couple runs in now because six weeks goes fast. Get yourself a foam roller and li- enroll in some yoga classes before. Start real slow. If you haven't ran in a while, 1Ks, 2Ks, nice big stretch, day off. Don't make the mistake I made the first year and just go full tilt with a seven first day and then your knees explode. <laughs> yeah, tear that Achilles. <laughs> no, run 10K your first day in jeans. <laughs> um, and that will make you uh, make sure faster. you carb load right mm-hmm. at the beginning. Get some Ficini Alfredo. Eat as you much probably want to slam can. a couple beers first because and, that yeah, will that loosen up. Too. Yeah, like, uh, and if and if anyone wants to do the Craig Challenge this year, the Craig Challenge is where you polish off a bottle of red before you go and do a six k uh, at about eleven p.m. at night. Um, <laughs> That's the Craig challenge. If you want to that do that really at good. any point, Craig's retired, buddy. It's Dragon now. We all know yeah, Craig. And yeah. Dan is going to be a hundred percent taking part in the, the humid temperatures of Thailand. I believe. Hey, oh, Dan, it'll be even harder. <laughs> yeah, I had I had to up my I had to up the challenge from last time. And now so, Dan yeah. will be running in a sweat box yep. for every run. It's gonna be fun. Running away from fucking Komodo dragons over there, the monitor lizards in the park. And I believe uh, me and Brayden, we talked about 
because talking about the running challenge on the main show, it doesn't age well because then the challenge is over. It doesn't make any sense. So we might just start its own separate podcast and we'll give updates and stuff, leaderboards as we're going through. So it's like a separate show. Maybe let's just call it the running challenge podcast or something. Yeah. More when details we'll do a to check come. or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also talks about uh, a possible name change, but again, all this stay tuned. More news is coming and uh, it's, it's coming six weeks out. Get rid of those dad bods. I know yeah. I do. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we're working on it. <laughs> uh, why don't we get into some weekly UFO reviews? Uh, we got a couple of videos. One we have to look at is because it's very interesting, and I know the backstory very well because I talked to him about it today, was Mr. Conspiracy oh, right. caught himself a UFO on tape right Little. from his balcony of his new apartment, uh, sent it in, and, you know, pretty interesting. Why don't we take a closer look at this one? I believe... Cut it. Right here. So this is shot in Campbell River. It's about 7 p.m. on February 11th. There is seemingly a strange object floating in the sky. Watch, oh, there you dope. see it. It kind of looks like it has some bursts at the bottom there before it turns. Well, I mean, um, I got an initial thought right away here. Uh, there's a little bit zoomed in portion in a second here, but we got nothing. This whole thing is zoomed in uh, just for the the shot. But if you want to go to our Instagram, we have the full video and audio up. That looks like he uh, done Pierre LeFou. He should have done, done a selfie here while he's taking <laughs> right? the video. He, he should have. <laughs> so I think it cuts to a, just a little bit of a close-up here in a second. Looks like a star balloon. Looks like a floating person. It's, it's the Black Knight satellite. Black Knight. Low. So that's that. Uh, the video ends abruptly. When I asked him, I said, why does the video end? And he said he ended the video and ran down because that shopping center is just up the way. So he was going to run up to get a closer look. And he said by the time he threw on his shoes, ran downstairs and ran outside, it was gone. Huh. Interesting. Right? He it, swears. It didn't, it didn't seem to be moving very fast at all. No. No. And he said, he said, because I asked him, I thought, looking at this video right here, I thought perhaps he said, there, like there seems to be like if you look like a little bit of propulsion on the bottom right here, it looks like it. there's some extra white. Uh, I said, I said, is it a mylar balloon? That's what I asked because there's some of the shots where I thought, and then people have brought that up that it's mylar balloons. And you know what? It, the weird thing is, I'm like, there's got to be like I, I've never before even thought about how many mylar balloons are just floating because they must be everywhere because every UFO now people are saying it's mylar balloons. He kind of says. What it looks like. He said, he's like, listen, my phone does not capture it as good as I saw it. And he goes, it was metal. He's like, it was metal. It wasn't a balloon. It was metal. He's like, I could see it better with my eyes. And then he's like, I was trying to like get a zoom, but he's like, I, I just couldn't do it justice. Yeah, but the Mylar balloons are pretty like metallic looking, are they not? Yeah, but I, I mean, think you get shiny ones. Yeah. I think I, to be honest though, like if I go outside right now and I saw a mylar balloon, I'd be like, "That's a mylar balloon." Like I'm not, like I would know. Like you would see, see it. And the, here's conspiracy? the conspiracy. Here's the thing, though, right? With those balloons, why isn't it still going up? If someone lost it, it's helium. Like this thing isn't rising either. Well, it looks like it's deflated though, right? Like it looks like it's just kind of fucking. So it's already gone its... all the way up, is what you're saying? 
as high as it did and then deflated and it's this it's come and just hovered right above right in front of Mr. Conspiracy's place. Looks like it. I think I think it's an alien being, you know, super or a uh, little surveillance on Mr. Conspiracy himself. <laughs> yeah, I checked that. Out. Uh, that makes he, sense. he also bought that. himself he just recently bought himself like a a really expensive drone. And so I asked him, I was like, were you flying your drone? He's like, dude, he's like, I hadn't even got my drone yet. Cause I thought maybe he was just filming himself flying his drone and his drone looked like that or something. And uh, he's like, no, I hadn't, I hadn't got it yet. And he brought it over today. And his drone looks nothing like that in the sky. Yeah, what, what are your thoughts? Initially I did think balloon, right? Because we have seen some others that are kind of similar. Yeah. But there is like, it's either the way the light is reflecting off the balloon, or it does look like something's like some type of propulsion, but it kind of looks just like reflection of sunlight off the bottom of that, whatever that is. It's interesting that it happens when it like turns or pivots. Um, I'm going to go... It's a weird shape. I'm going to go a four out of gimbal on this one, only Ooh. because it's a weird video. I've talked to him. I know him and I can, I know his tells if he was BSing me and I just don't see him BSing me this time. I don't see it. I wholeheartedly believe that he saw something weird that day. I posted on the local rant and rave here and it was not a, it was. A, Did it get roasted? It got, or? It, it got into some freedom chalk right away. Like there was. It was <laughs> it's a freedom it balloon. <laughs> yeah. It's something about the government trying to give more <clears> vaccines. I was, like, COVID. I was like, oh my God. I was like, all right, delete. <laughs> All right, we tried that. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh, <clears throat> a three because it it kind of looked like a balloon, but if it, he actually went down to go search for it, was it like and it was gone that fast? Because it seems to be hovering here. So it's yeah, not, it seems just sitting. It's not windy. It's not. Yeah, but I wouldn't put it past him. He's looking out on his balcony, and then he goes out the front. He door goes out the wrong door. door. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> He's at the back of the building. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good. You know what? Props on the filming though. He got he got it right. He filmed it well. Yeah. So if you want to see the full version with uh with again, go to our Instagram. Dan, what do you think? Uh I'll probably give it a two out of thing if it's a could be Black Knight satellite just floating out there, coming down, checking out Mr. Conspiracy, linking up. I'm not sure, but um it does the, the way that it slowly rotates, like very much like that. Like there seems to be some type of extension at the bottom, which you kind of see with balloons. So I kind of want to be like, I, I don't know exactly what it is. It is in it. It's it's neat. Like it's cool that he saw that, but it's just the way that it rotates just reminds me of some type of balloon or something. Like really slow rotating. Doesn't really have to. Doesn't seem to have like a yeah. Doesn't looks like the a way star. the light hits it. I'm like that's that's metallic. It is. It looks metallic, but. Um, that's also how you have like shiny star balloons that that look like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, next up, this was uh, sent in by. Oh, Doesn't sorry, Andrew. care to hear what I got? No, it's fine. Go ahead. Move on. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll <laughs> nope. No, I'll just go Peter in the next one, anyways. <laughs> <sighs> I'll wait. I can wait all day. We'll wait all day. Go okay, for it. I'm gonna pull a Braden and just not even. No, that's it. Sit here. I'm, not given. You're gonna are you gonna dig in? I'm digging in both heels. <laughs> both heels. Both heels. He's gonna be there for 14 days, so we have to call in the National That's War Measures fine. Act and forcibly remove him. Uh all right. This one was sent in by this was actually submitted to us. So 
Um, no Dice on Instagram saw this. I think his name's Dave. Sorry, Dave, if I if I messed up your name. Let's see what I have. No Dice, 1904, uh, San Diego, California, February 6th. So a couple days before Mr. Conspiracies, uh, he sent in this. He saw this object. Oh, what do we got black here? object floating in the sky above the power lines, drifting really slow. God damn you. Are you showing us another balloon? <laughs> uh, it's like everything, everybody's saying it's balloons, but you're showing us nothing but videos of balloons. <laughs> Come on. That's not a balloon. I mean, the, go back look at the way that I don't it's, like the zoomed in the, version. The way that it's like traveling, the way that it's, it's just like a, it looks like it's just bounce. riding air currents. Like it's just that's what it's doing. It's going up and then it comes back down. Like it goes up the cooler air and put goes down. On on this one, I will say it's you can't see the balloon shape as much. It does, it looks it's because right. it's. Like, I will I will admit upon second viewing of this one, I'm like, okay, well maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, all right, Andrew, what do you think? Oh, sorry. What? I wasn't paying attention. What do you, you think? Put on this one. I mean, it kind of looks like to me initially. It almost. I feel like he'd be able to see if it was a bird. But you know, when the bird just kind of hover like that, well, they're kind of. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, if that's like, if it's that's a windy day or something. Yeah, like that's kind of what it looked like to me. It definitely looks like it's moving really balloon like. Like, and for me, when I want to, like the things that get the the raise my fucking gimbal scale. You know, when it get, gets me a little, you know fully torqued here when we're talking about these things is some type of like remarkable movements and shit like that, that I just, you know, that don't make sense. Whereas like that looks very ordinary to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah just oh, a yeah. slow it's, drift. It's movement seems just really natural. It's just, it's riding those, it's just riding air currents, like just up and down, you know, the, the air gets, you know, warmer as it goes lower, then it goes up and then it cools down and then it goes down. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of, Almost, yeah. uh, these balloons are almost as deflated as Braden right now. Look at them. If, it, if it so were going sad. straight, like, yeah, if it were in a straight line, like, you know, and it seemed to be neglecting any of the normal, like, aerodynamics and any of that stuff, like, it would be, yeah, you, you know, you see something weird like that. It, it you're like, that's not natural. I would have rather gone on a mangle than very, talk to you guys. That looks very natural to me. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's tough. It's a low gimbal. I mean, low gimbal. Thank you, No Dice, for submitting that. And if you have videos, Absolutely. submit them to us, please. We want to see them. Um, that's all I had for UFO videos. We're going to have more. We post them on our Insta, Instagram and social media posts. Um, so if you're interested in seeing some, you know, kind of current UFO videos, head to our head to our page. We're posting new ones all the time. Hell yeah. Uh, that, that's it for Space News this week, boys. Anything else before we uh, sign this one off? Nope. See you in Texas. Woo! Peace out, everyone.